And you guys will have to push your little button here. Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. My guest today is Drina Burton, and she is going to be talking about something called the fascia flow method and how you can unlock true flexibility, boost energy, and say goodbye to pain and stiffness. Please welcome her to the show. It's nice to see you again. You too, AJ. Hi, everyone. Um, you are, uh, when we first set up this, this session, I forgot that you do a video every day. That is so remarkable because when I do videos, I'm quite spent after. So I'll give you a lot of credit. <laughs> Thank you. I wonder if there's like a Guinness Book of World Records for this. Not that I'm trying to be in it, but I can't figure out if I'm like the only one that has uh, done a video every day since March 20. 2020. I'm trying to, I'm just going to go for like a five-year thing and then maybe I have to like cut down a little bit, but I do it because it's fun. And it's funny because I got in touch with you recently because I was thinking of what I need to make for Thanksgiving. And a friend of mine, Sharon, suggested your autumn loaf and I made it and it was incredible. And I think that's what I'm going to serve Thanksgiving. And I said, do you want to come on the show and make it? And you said, well, I'll come on the show, but I got something else going on. So yeah. what is going on? What is Fascia Flow? What are you up to? And, and I'd love to learn more about it. Well, thanks. And I'll mention that recipe is on my site too. So if people want to find the, the recipe, they can hop over. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still developing recipes and still having fun in the cooking world. Um, but I discovered uh, this system about um, almost two years ago. And so my story was, when I discovered plant-based eating, it changed my health so dramatically as it does for just about everyone. And I was having like stiffness and pain and my joints in my twenties and the plant-based diet like took that out because of those inflammatory foods. And then in my forties, like my late forties, I started having pains that wouldn't go away. Those nagging pains and you think they'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. And I was doing like everything that, you know, all these modalities, chiropractic, massage, and physiotherapy, I do prolotherapy every month where they inject into the site. And I was doing that for the front of my shoulder, the back of my shoulder, high up in my neck, my SI joint, because these were these chronic pain points that just didn't shift. And prolotherapy was great. Like I loved it. I felt like a new woman. I would leave the office and think, oh, feel free in my joints again. But then about a week later, two weeks later, it would creep back. So I found this method. It's also referred to as resistance stretching. And what it does is it's, it really changes how we stretch. So we've been taught to stretch lengthening into end ranges. And what that does is it actually creates little micro tears in the tissues and then the fascial network comes in and repairs them this system it not only creates true flexibility it also shifts the fascia in your body so the fascia is this 3d matrix that surrounds our body it's the only tissue in the body that separates and also connects everything. So a lot of us know fascia to be like under the skin, this layer of tissue. It is there, but it's more than that. It penetrates muscles 
and nerves and muscle fibers and in cases bones. So it's really a tissue that hasn't been, <clears throat> excuse me, widely known for many years. It's been kind of discarded um, until recently. And now a lot of people are understanding more about fascia and the importance of it in our body because it is um, a communicative system. It actually translates all of this information in our body, but when it's not healthy, which over time, it becomes dry, dense, not pliable, then our muscles aren't moving well. They're literally moving like in a straitjacket. And I'll show you a demo in just a moment to kind of explain this. And when that happens, we get compensations. And that's why we get joint pain. So when I discovered this, I started working with it for about a month or two. And I was like, I don't know, I can't really, I don't really get what's happening with it. And then I stuck with it. And then one day I was noticing that like I could turn my head without pain. My shoulder pain was starting to go away. My husband came up to me one day and said, um, he was doing our taxes and he's like, you haven't had prolotherapy in six months. What's going on? I said, I don't need it now. I just don't need it. So I want to show you this little analogy of how fascia it's kind of like we all have these lemon bags right trader joe's or whatever lemon bags and this is kind of like how fascia is in the body it's this 3d matrix that moves and slides and glides it's supposed to slide and glide and then our muscles are like a rubber band they need to lengthen they need to shorten they need to twist and so in this matrix the muscle should move and slide and glide. But over time, so we can imagine our muscle is in fascia that's starting to get dry and dense just from life, right? From repetitive motions, from activities, from sitting, from driving. And it's moving, but it's harder for the muscle to move because the fascia is restricting it. And then if we have scar tissue or very dense fascia, the muscle wants to move, but it's literally restricted by the fascia. And that's why then the movement goes into the joints and creates pain. Um, so when I started working with this, now I have like free mobility in my shoulders, in my neck, in my SI joint, it feels amazing. My joints feel like I'm in my thirties again. So that's why I started to incorporate this into my community and sharing it with the people that have already been following my work because it really is so beneficial in the body. I want so many people to experience it and we're gonna experience it today as well. Where did you hear of it? So I came across a book. There's, uh, It was developed by Bob Cooley, and he's worked with celebrities and athletes and Oprah. And, you know, he's helped people um, shift their health and their bodies. So he, uh, his story is he was in a very harsh uh, accident as a pedestrian hit by a car. And his body was so badly damaged, he started studying stretching and would spend hours a day in poses and making associations and found that when you stretch a muscle needs to contract to stretch 
which we'll do a little demo with in a moment. And over decades, he developed the system. And what's also really, really cool about this system is that it connects with the meridians in Chinese medicine. So anyone who's had acupuncture or knows anything about Chinese medicine, these stretches, there's 16 that work major muscle groups in the body and are associated with um, energy meridians in Chinese medicine. So not only are we enhancing our flexibility and getting rid of dense fascia, making the body operate better on a biomechanical level, we're also improving the health of our organs through the energy systems, which is so fun. Yeah. And so like, are you like a certified instructor of this and do classes or... Yeah. So, and I've taught yoga for many years. So I, my, my background is I've always been involved in movement, you know, in some form I've always worked out at home. Exercise has always been a part of my life. I'll say always, not when I was a kid, but like in my teen years. And then I started teaching yoga a number of years ago and I loved teaching yoga, but it never got rid of the pain in my body. It was nice. It was restorative. It was peaceful. It was workouts at times but the pain never dissolved or resolved. This has addressed the pain. And it's the only sustainable way because it addresses the fascia from the inside out. So when we go to get a massage and they're working into the tissue and sometimes they do myofascial release, that's from the outside in. So anyone that's had that kind of work, this works the fascia from the inside out. When we engage the muscle, and lengthen it, it releases an enzyme that changes the fascia and improves it on a cellular level. Wow, it sounds sounds really interesting. Did you have to like train to do this? Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I've done some training in person. Um, but thankfully, with, you know, Zoom, I've been able to do subsequent trainings all online, which has been wonderful, because I just keep wanting to go deeper and deeper and getting different um, different aspects of the training and increase my own knowledge and also your experience because a lot of this is um, how you experience it in your body and um, I think we should do a little bit with everyone uh, just so they sense into it right away how, do you think community I, would, I would love for you to demonstrate this I'm just curious how much do you have to do to experience results not a lot not a lot like if you have scar tissue it takes more reps, more time. You have to sort of imagine all of your behaviors or patterns. Our fascia actually is, our, it's like a fingerprint in our body. So if we did not have our bones and muscles, people think our bones and muscles hold us together. It's the fascia that holds us together. If we didn't have the fascia, everything would just drop to the floor. But if we remove the bones and muscles, we'd still actually have our body shape because that's our fascial imprint. So if you, we have scar tissue in an area, it can take time to work through it or really dense fascia. But as my students know, and we have a student here today, you can experience results after a class because you start to feel the shift in the density in an area. And especially when we're working with the shoulders and neck, we really notice that one of the most chronic areas of the body for dense fascia is the hamstrings. And that's why we tend to have knee pain and low back pain. So when we get into the hamstrings, sometimes it takes more work, more time, but the shoulders, which we'll do today, really, you can notice that pretty quickly. That's so cool. Well, you brought on one of your students, right? That are going to 
that you're going to work with or show how this works? Yeah, for sure. And before we do the uh, um, shoulders, I just want to do with and the because people really understand the bicep, <laughs> you know, when you make a bicep curl. So we'll do that first and then we'll move into to some shoulder work that will free up the neck and shoulders. This sounds great. So Anne has been, I think Anne's been with me since I started, because um, I started doing Zoom classes um, before last January. I think I started in November, and she's been with me the whole way. So it's going to be fun to have her join in. Um, so we're going to begin actually with making a bicep in the on the right arm. So I'm mirroring you. So everybody, and please everyone watching, do this with us. So make a bicep and flex the muscle. So that's a flexed muscle. And now lengthen it and place your left hand on the right wrist. Now try to make your bicep curl and our helper hand, which is the right hand, we, can, we notice we can stop that, right? We can stop that force. So let up a little bit with the helper hand and begin to make a bicep curl as if you're at the gym and your helping hand is the weight. So let's do like eight to 10 reps like that. So we're strengthening here. This is not a fascia movement. We're gonna do a comparative, a um, little bit of comparative work. So this is strengthening on the right arm. We're using the left hand as our weight to, uh, to give some strength to the right arm. We're gonna do a few more reps. So we can stop the hand, right? We can stop that movement with the left hand if we want to. Let's just do another two and one. Good, shake out the arms. And now we're gonna to switch to the left hand, make your bicep curls. Now we're flexing that muscle. Reach in with the right hand. Oh, she Anne's got an amazing muscle. No, she's pumped. We oh, also strengthen. I go to Drina's class every week. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> strength training, AJ. So you get strong with this. So make our bicep. Now bring the right hand on the inside of the left wrist. Now try to move while flexing. Keep pulling in the left arm and try to move it. Now you notice that helper hand is not moving the arm, right? It's very hard because now we're integrating the fascial network. So the fascia is stronger than muscle. It's stronger than steel per weight. So this is why it's really hard. So now we're gonna let up on the resistance enough to move the arm, but you're still trying to pull in the arm. So flex again. So this is the method, flex. F is flex. That's my, my um, Logo, fascia flow, lengthen, observe when the resistance fades, release it and reset. Let's do a few more. Flex, pull in that bicep, make your flex. Now push with the right hand to lengthen, observe when the resistance fades, stop, reset. We're gonna do a few more, flex. Keep trying to pull in the arm. The left arm wants to win, but the right arm is going to win. And let's do another three, flex, lengthen, observe. So we're integrating the fascia on this arm and changing it from the inside out. Good, now release both arms and just let them hang by your side and close your, arm, close your eyes for a moment and notice. 
and see if you can sense into any differences between the right and left arm. I'd love to hear from some of your, your community if they wanna chime in. So I notice that my arm that we work the fascia is feels lighter and open. And the strength training arm feels heavier and I'm feeling some stiffness and tightness in the joint. So when we do this work, we create a muscle efficiency. The muscle becomes more efficient and we shift the fascia as well. So we, we bring more um, energy into the arm and you can feel that freedom. So that's the bicep example, but now we're gonna work into the shoulders. I feel like we've lost AJ. Oh yeah, I, I, well, I, I took myself off off camera, but I'm right here. Okay, good. good. Okay. <laughs> I was I was doing it with you for the first, but I thought it would be just a better view having just two people on screen. Good. So we can do this one seated, or you can come to standing, whatever you like. And we're going to work the back of the arm and shoulder, and these two next movements are associated with the large intestine and lung in Chinese medicine, which are the organs of autumn and connected to the metal element. So the first one we're going to do is large intestine cactus arm. We're gonna check in. I'm just gonna move my stool here. We're gonna check in and bring our arms into cactus and Anne's joining me here. Notice how it feels when you open up, notice the front of the chest. Bring the elbows together and back out. So take a little mental picture, a little snapshot of the tug and pull in the front of the chest here. Rotate down <clears throat> and then back up. Turn the head left and right. And look down and up. So take those little mental notes of how it feels in the neck and shoulder. Now bring the left arm back to cactus. Reach around with the right hand and take the outside of the elbow. So you may be starting here, depends on your range of motion here. Wherever you can start, you're going to try to push the left arm back in space. So it's pushing into the cup of the right elbow or right hand, pardon me. Keep pushing the arm back and then use the right arm to slowly drag it forward. Release. Flex by pushing the elbow into the cup of the hand. So my left arm is trying to go behind me. And now my right hand is slowly pulling it forward. I have an athletic stance here. My feet are about shoulders distance apart. And I also have a slight tuck at the tailbone. But you can do this one seated. So another few like this. Resisting back with the left arm and then the right hand is bringing it forward. So you can see I have my hand on the outside of the elbow here. So this is the large intestine meridian in Chinese medicine. And this particular move really helps with tension in the neck and shoulder. It's a really nice one to do if you're at the computer, um, if you're in a long car drive, and you're in the passenger seat, you can do this one, or at a stoplight. <laughs> Sometimes I do this at a stoplight. So we're gonna keep with it. Flex, push the elbow back, lengthen, slowly bring the arm in front, observe when the resistance fades, and release and reset. Let's do three more. 
And I don't play music in my classes. I really like for us to be in tune with the body, sense into what's happening. Last one. Good, shake out the arms. Notice in your screen, you can see the shoulder has softened down versus this one. Let's bring our arms back to cactus. And can you sense any change in the front of the chest? So this side feels more open to me. We didn't stretch this. We didn't do this to stretch and open. We changed the muscle contraction on the back of the shoulder, which allows the arm to open and create space in the front of the chest. Shifting the fascia allows the muscle to contract so we have more space. Okay, so let's do the other side end. So let's bring the left hand around now, right arm is in cactus. Hold the elbow wherever you can, resist back, and then pull the arm in front. Release, flex, push arm back, lengthen, bring arm across, observe, release. And you may be starting here. Some, some of your viewers may be starting and this is where they hold their arm. That's fine, wherever you can hold it is where you start. As you begin to work through the reps, you'll get a better starting position because the muscle contracts better. Flex, lengthen, observe. Pushing arm back and slowly dragging it in front. And the stretch is associated with serenity in the large intestine and also helping let things go. Autumn is the season of letting go. We see it in nature, the decay in the natural world. Flex, lengthen, serve. Let's do one more like that. Good, shake out the arms, roll the shoulders. Notice how that feels. Already feels good, right, Anne? <laughs> She loves it, yeah. So let's <laughs> open now the, the front as well. We're gonna work into the lung meridian. And this one is so beneficial to do this time of year because again, it's the season of the lungs. So we're gonna take our cactus arm with the left arm again. I think, and you love this stretch, right? You love the large intestine. Love all of the stretches. <laughs> Plus all of them. She's awesome. <laughs> so we're gonna bring our cactus arm and bring it down to a countertop. You can also like place a block on your countertop or you can do this on the mat with a, I oh, hope my sink's not too messy. <laughs> we'll find out. Cactus arm with the left arm, come down to your countertop. Now our resistance is we're pushing the left arm down into the surface. I like to place my right hand on my hip just for support, my feet are nice and wide. Pushing down and now we begin to dip the body down. Release. Pushing left arm into the surface and dip down. So each time we do this, we're engaging the muscle. We're flexing, engaging the muscle. It's a loaded eccentric contraction. And that's what's shifting the fascia and creating a healthier matrix of fascia from the inside out releases an enzyme. And that enzyme continues to release as we sleep. So we can wake up feeling even better after pushing down, but we're also strength training and getting a cardio response here. And this is how animals stretch. 
So we love our animals and we see them in nature. They're, they resist. Stay with it, Anne. I'm just going to pretend I'm like a cat or dog. They pull on the floor and then they send their body back and they hold it and then they release. It's called pandiculation. So animals know this. They've been doing it. They do it all day, like several times a day. And we get up and we do like triangle pose or something. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not slamming yoga. I still love yoga, but you know, this is the natural way to stretch. Good. One more, and then we'll take it to the other side. Good. You can shake that off. And then we're going to take it to the other side. And I'm going to have you do it because my countertop is not on this side. So right arm, bring it down to the countertop, press in. You've got it. I can do it this way and dip down. And so this one, we really want to mind our range because it's tempting to go into that area that we feel a stretch. And that is what we're staying away from. We want to stay in resistance. When we stay in resistance, we keep the joints safe. And um, this particular one, again, is accessing the meridian for the lungs. And in autumn, the lungs are, we can sometimes feel exposed. We go outside and it's cold. We take a deep breath. We can feel that exposure. So we're bringing more nourishment to the lungs through this movement. Good. Let's just do another three. And hopefully your viewers are joining too, not just watching. Sometimes it's fun to do watch asana. Other times it's nice to join. One. Good. Shake that out. Good job. Awesome, Anne. So close your eyes. And check in with your arms and notice if you feel any sensations in the hands and into the fingers. And I'd love for anyone, if you sense any energy into any of your digits, to type it in the chat, say what you notice, and then I'll tell you where the meridians run. It's so fun. So the large intestine meridian runs into the index finger and the lung meridian runs into the thumbs. I'm really feeling energy in my thumbs. How about you, Anne? I'm feeling it in my index fingers more right now. Yeah. See, it's really individual, right? Very cool. Yeah, and let's do our check-in again. So let's bring our arms to cactus together. Open. Thumbs, our arms rotate down. Noticing our range of motion here. Good. Turning head to the left. I already have a little more space in the neck. To the right, look up and look down. Good, feels good, doesn't it, Anne? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. so good. Thank you, Anne, for joining in. And I don't know, Anne, if you want, I would love if you could share like some of your experiences with, with the viewers and how you feel it's helped you with your body. Yeah, well, luckily I found out about Drina teaching it when she started back in January so I've been haven't missed I missed one class since January but I um I feel it's you, like she said before you can do a class and you get results immediately and I would go in with a this sore hip like pain deep in my glute and at the end of the class I don't feel it and so this morning 
I did um, something that Drina has on her member site called um, Morning Flow. So you can get over, get it through quick. It's 20 minutes. And so I did that and I felt great, but I still could feel my problem area. So I went in another area of the site and um, I just worked on um, the, the gallbladder meridian and the liver one, which was outside the gallbladder was working here where I wanted, but I did the pairing one that makes it the ones that like each other. So I did the liver one, which is inside um, inside my leg, running down my leg here. And uh, so I really did a few of those exercises and uh, I don't feel my sore spot at all now. Now it'll come back tomorrow morning because <laughs> it's a very dense place, but um, I like that I can control it. I can get rid of my pain when I need to, or, or you know, you come home one day and you're just all tight and sore. I, you can get rid of it. So it's uh, it's really great. I, I find it meditating too when I do it. So it's the best. It's the best. Awesome. <laughs> so thank, awesome. Thanks, Rita. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Thank you. So, and what Anne mentioned is really key too because there's um, there are associations with different joints in the body. So when people have something going on with the SI joint, I recommend they do liver and gallbladder because that helps that area of the body. And then there's associations for the ankles and the wrists and the elbows and the shoulder joint. Um, and over time, it keeps getting better and better. So I, I mentioned this to my students a lot because when I started, I get really annoyed if I felt a pain come back. <laughs> right, and it's like, no. Yeah. I you wake up and you go, well, how did that come back again? But you can get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the more you stay on top of your tissues, and now I just do a little bit every morning, like 15 minutes, stay on top of the tissues now and it's just gone. Uh, mm -hmm. Whereas I have it kind of come back a little bit at the beginning because you have to remember you're working through layers of dense fascia and our bodies are adapting all the time. So when we sit, the body's adapting, when we're driving, when we're on the computer, the body lays down some protective layers of fascia. And then we need to get back in there and just kind of, kind of brush it up. It's like going for a pedicure, right? It's like, um, we can put as much lotion on our heels as we want, but it's not going to get rid of the dry skin until we buff it. So this is like buffing the fascia from the inside out. Yeah. Um, I don't see any chat comments at all, but I don't know, AJ, if you have any there that I do. I actually do. I didn't want to interrupt. So we have a oh, few okay. questions. Okay. So let me go through the chat and I saw a few here. I'll find them. Um, okay, okay. Uh, Jennifer's asking, I have some terrible pain in my elbow. I'm wondering if this could help. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, so Jennifer, I also had a lot of pain right at that tennis elbow area. And I would also get prolotherapy right in there because it was so painful. So there are a couple of stretches that we work, a couple of flows that work the heart meridian and the small intestine meridian, which runs on the back of the shoulder and they relate to the elbow joint. So it takes a little time, but you know, you start to notice benefits over the course of a week, a couple of weeks, a month. And then you have this moment one day where you say, oh, that, that used to be there and it's not now. So yes, it can help. Fantastic. Okay, here's one. Um, Pat says, will this work for pets that are injured? 
One of my um, instructors works with his pets. I don't know how he does that exactly. Um, if she wants to email me later, I can connect them. I don't, I don't work with pets, but apparently you can. <laughs> how can you get them to do what you want? That's so interesting. But, you know, you do know when you see an animal stretch, right, they do this, they pull, they pull, they resist, and then they move. And it's when we, uh, it's also how we do a body stretch. When we wake up in the morning and we stretch, there's a, a resistance, like a, a tension as we stretch. Also what this is, it's the resistance with the elongation that creates the change. Nice. Angela said, are you referring to isometric contractions? No, no, it's different. It's a loaded eccentric contraction. So isometric is, is just holding, uh, resisting and holding in place. We're flexing, we're engaging the muscle and then keeping that engagement as you lengthen and then doing a number of repetitions. As you do more reps, you kind of work into the layers. Thank you. And somebody's saying that they've taken yin yoga that's supposed to um, stretch the fascia. Uh, so how does, how is this different? Yeah, I taught yin yoga for a number of years and I quite enjoyed it. Um, it's very, to me, it's, it's more like restorative in a way. Um, I'm at a little conflict with yin yoga now. I, I enjoy it for its relaxing and meditative qualities it's never changed the the pain in my body. Um, it might work on some superficial, I think it will work on superficial layers of fascia, the more superficial, but this works the deep layers of the fascia that really we can't get to manually or with a massage. If we tried, it will create so much pain that we'd probably be sick from the pain. I've actually had massages where they work so hard, it feels like I'm going to be sick. And now, um, I don't, I don't even need that. I mean, a massage is lovely. Go get one. But this is the tool that has shifted um, that pain in my body. Mm. Nice. Also, Gina, you said um, the way that we don't go too far in our resistance, even when we want to go farther because it feels good. And that I find you never injuring your, your joint, you never injuring yourself, which how many things can you do? Like if you go to the gym and do weights, I always used to injure myself or, or even in yoga, I would overstretch and then maybe have a sore spot for weeks. So this, this, um, doesn't allow you to. And how often do you do this? Um, well, I do Drina's live class once a week. Sometimes she throws in a bonus class. So I do the second one. And then I really just started committing more to it. The other, when I started, it was like, where did that week go? I only got one extra one done. So I'm trying to do it every other day, but my goal would be to get up and do a, a quick morning flow every morning would be my goal. So, and, okay. and it gets addictive too, because you know how good you feel from it. Nice. Okay. Um, so Jennifer did the stretch and she said it did help her elbow. It said doing the first movement helped release the pain while doing it from my elbow, which is always hurting me. So that's great. She had an actual experience in time. And then there's a question, suggestion for whiplash. Oh, um, 
I would say that we probably need to work into the hamstrings. It's it's very individual. I'd probably have to have a chat with the person. Um, but the hamstrings set up the pelvis that sets up the spine. Um, and we could, of course, work on the neck. But these chains of fascia in the back body, the hamstring and the gallbladder, which um, Anne was mentioning earlier, these chains of fascia run up the entire, the gallbladder runs up the side of the body into the neck and the hamstrings run up the back body into the spine and up the neck. So I would say that we'd probably have to do some hamstring work in, as well as some of the upper body work. And what Anne mentioned about overstretching is like such a valuable point because we've been taught since we were in school, in PE, a certain way to stretch. And it's like going as far as we can in a range. That's not our flexibility, that's our range of motion. So if you think about the word flexibility, it's not lengthen ability, it's really the functioning of the muscle in all directions, being able to contract, lengthen, move, twist. And so this keeps us in a safe range. I mean, I've, I've done stretches where, where you're, you're going into this end range, but what you're doing then is you're stretching into these little attachments in the shoulder, for instance, and not in the belly of the muscle. And then the body goes in to repair those micro tears and it's more fascia being laid down to protect it. So um, what Anne mentioned about not going into that end range, it's a bit of a retraining of the brain because we've not been taught to do it in this way, but it, it works and it feels great. Interesting. Um, Angela says, is this technique founded in PNF work, proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation? Um, I, I, oh no, PNF stretching. No, that's different. That's also different. Um, I'm familiar with it a little bit, but it, it's a different technique. Okay. Um, and that says, I do pandiculation work at my sister's yoga class. I never heard that word before today, pandiculation. AJ, you must learn so much on this show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the word. It's a fun word, you know. Um, uh, Jennifer says she longs for pain relief, and uh, so maybe this is something you can check out because Adrena is giving you a tremendous discount if you want to just try the first month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I just want to add that I felt just two years ago that I would have this pain in my body, like that I would just grow old with pain. And my mom is riddled with pain and it's my goal to be able to stretch her self-stretching. What we do in class is our own bodies, stretching our own bodies. And I want to get skilled enough that I can go visit her because she's on the other side of the country and have people help me move her because her fascia will be so resistant that I would need probably three other people to help move her limbs in space with her fascial resistance. Um, as I mentioned, it's like two to two to six times um, more force than your muscle. Um, but now I don't feel like I have to, I, I was starting to buy into that aging equals pain. Uh, and I don't buy into that anymore. I'm like, no, I have the tools to stay on top of it. And that's really life-giving. It's not even about being able to like play a sport better. It's about just enjoying your day and, and feeling better in your body. And yeah, so if, if AJA viewers are interested, um, you can use her code. It's AJ at, um, on my site for, um, first month half off. 
And that works out to be about like 20 bucks a month, which is great value. There's live classes every week and then the whole uh, catalog of on-demand videos. Thanks. Um, Aaron says, do flexologists deal with fascia? I've never heard of a flexologist. I haven't either. Sounds cool. I'm not sure. I mean, a lot of practitioners are becoming more involved with the fascia because they're seeing it as such an essential connective tissue. It is. It is the, it actually begins as an embryo. We grow out of fascia. It's the most, um, it, it's the first thing that forms in the body and our organs form in and throughout it. And that's why we have these meridian lines that are connected to the organs and how we can access those through acupuncture as well. It's kind of like acu acupuncture in a way, but I don't know what a flexologist is. Um, I'd like to find out more. It sounds cool. <laughs> nice. And Susanna says, can you please talk about what a typical class is like and can beginners fit in with pros like Anne? Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So when people join the site, there's an onboarding and I have a new to fascia flow section in the site. So they start with some introductory videos, learning a couple of flows for the upper body, learning some flows for the lower body. Then we put it together in a class. And then I have beginner flows in the membership so they can go to those, work with those for a couple of weeks. I'm also really interactive with my students. And if they need something, they email me. I give them guidance on where to go in the site to work on specific pain points because, hey, we all want to work on what's bothering us, right? We want to address that issue and feel better. Um, but yeah, it takes a little getting used to. And I think uh, some people can feel a bit frustrated at first because it is a change in the mindset. But like Anne said, once you get into it, it is the only movement that you really crave and want to do. Like I still do cardio. I do some rebounding 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day. But this is like my body really wants it now. That's great. And, um, and how long are the classes? Um, there, it depends. I have shorter ones. Usually the bonus classes in a week, I do about 20 minutes. So we can kind of focus on two meridians, two organs, like we did today, long, large intestine, go back and forth. They run about 25 minutes. And then I usually do a full body class every week where we, we hit everything, lower body, upper body, and then just kind of like bliss out for a few minutes and feel all the benefits. So most of them run about 40 to 50 minutes, but then I have shorter versions in the membership. And then it's nice at the end of our class, then we all go on camera if we want to and um, chat any questions or anything we felt. And Andrina is also... Um, coming up and watching us she's got eagle eyes I don't know how she sees what we do but she does <laughs> if she there's not much you can do wrong but if she sees you doing something a wrong angle or something not beneficial she she can see it so it's it's really um you, you learn it quick you learn it quickly and then you feel it as soon as she tells you a cue you go oh yeah I get that you know Nice. Here's a question. Um, Sharon says, my daughter has repetitive wrist injury. Could you help her with that? Yeah, have her reach out to me, please. Um, the wrists are associated with the uh, triple burner and pericardium meridians in Chinese medicine. And so we work into the chest and 
the back of the arm, um, but that's the joint association. And so these chains of fascia, when we work on the bigger muscles, it starts to relieve down into the hands. And we even have some specific wrist and finger um, flows that we do to release the tension. Cause a lot of us are like this, right? We're on the computer and our hands are in unnatural positions or texting. So yeah, have her reach out to me. Um, and she can even, you know, try out the membership for the, the, the first month and see what she thinks and how, how it would work for her. Is this something that's offered widely and do people ever have in-person classes for this? Yeah, you know, AG, it's not offered widely. That's why I started um, like diving. I did a deep dive <laughs> last year because I felt so passionate that uh, it, it makes me very like sad to see older people now walking around and we see them and they're they're kind of like, you can see they're trying to move their bodies, but it looks like it's really hard to move through space. And that's what happens with the fascia. It becomes like a straitjacket and our bodies are trying to move within it. Uh, that's why I started teaching it online because it's not widely available. I stopped teaching yoga to, to move into this uh, myself, but now I can teach and people can join from anywhere in the world, which is amazing. I do in-person workshops sometimes. I'm doing one next weekend locally. Um, but it's not well known. So uh, this is a nice way to bring it to people wherever. Yeah. And um, how many people in the class usually? Um, I'd say probably about 20 to 25. Um, and some classes when I when I do bonus classes and they're not on the regular schedule, I may have 10 to 15. But what's nice about that is when it's a smaller class, I can kind of hone in on people a little bit more and help them out too. So there's always benefits to having like a larger class, you kind of benefit from the energy of everyone being together, we're all in it. <laughs> we're working through it together. And then when it's a smaller, more intimate class, then I can spend more time with each person. Uh, what do you recommend wearing workout clothes to this class? Uh, you know, I stop and I, I have a, a section in the membership called stop, drop and flow. And sometimes I'm in the kitchen and I literally do that. I stop and do some of this or on the counter or we have different ones that we can work. So, yeah, they can wear workout clothes. But really, I wore my pajamas this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Susanna says she lives near you. And do you offer the in-person classes anywhere? Susanna, um, if you're in the South Surrey area, I'm doing a workshop with Bayusha Yoga on the 18th next Saturday. And um, they're on Croydon Drive, uh, Morgan Crossing area. So there's a workshop next weekend at 1130 to 1. And uh, we're going to go into all of this and really do a full body class. It's going to be great. Hmm. That's neat. Susanna, that'd be so fun. Jennifer, who's watching live says, I've been doing fascia, fascia flow with Drina for almost a year. It's the best thing I've done for myself in years. I have chronic pain that my rheumatologist and orthopedic doctor said would never get better, only worse, and it's relieved 75 to 80% of my pain. Drina is a phenomenal teacher and I cannot recommend this highly enough. It truly changed my life. Unsolicited <laughs> testimonial. Thank you, Jennifer. Oh, that does my heart so good. Jennifer is, um, we, we came to know each other through the plant-based world and we connected a number of years ago um, through 
you know, my recipes and when I was promoting Dreams Time Kitchen. And she was there for me too, during a very hard time in my life, I was going through a, um, a very difficult time and she was there as a friend. And so we've stayed connected. And when I started this, um, this class, I reached out to her and I said, I just want you to try it. Just can you give it a chance? And um, it's been so meaningful for me and rewarding that she's having that experience. Um, because uh, you know, it's your life. It's like your day-to-day -day life and having hope and wanting to live happily in your body. So thank you, Jen, for, um, for reaching out. Like it, she knows it means the world to me. Nice. Okay. Here's a question from TS. Does this type of movement also help with excessive internal external scar tissue from surgery, like knee replacement resulting in very little bend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the scar tissue, it's it's like this that we talked about. It's really hard to move the muscle within it. So that's why it's hard to move the knee. But we can do some hamstring work. So uh, if we're, I'll, I'll just show this really quickly. Um, if we're wanting to work the hamstrings, one way we can do it is just standing. We'll pitch one foot in front. I don't think you can see my feet though. So it's probably not going to work. But we can see my feet. Anne might be able to show it. Um, you want to show a lunging one? You could show a lunging one. That would be great because that's stupid. So yeah, the hamstrings need to be changed to change the space in the knees and will also change the space in the low back. So Anne's going to be standing up or? I like your kitchen, Anne. Thanks. <laughs> um, are you do doing standing or kneeling? Do the lunging one. I mean, Let's we have one. Okay. Yeah, we have standing versions, everyone, um, for people who are not able to be on their knees, but this one's a really nice one to show. So she's coming into a low lunge here, um, and she's stepping the right right leg forward. Come on down to your low lunge knee, back knee. Yeah, okay. to the blocks. Mm -hmm. And just using the blocks for her hands to support her hands. So what Anne's doing here now is she's kicking her heel back as if she could kick her bum. And can you show that movement as if you could kick your bum with the front heel? Like a horse kick almost. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, that's the movement. Like, like this is what I want to do, but I'm not moving. Exactly. Her heels driving down into the floor and as if she could kick her bum. That's great. That's a great angle there. Yeah. And then as she pulls back with her heel and her foot, she then shifts back. So here we're flexing, we're engaging the hamstring right here. And now we're lengthening as she pulls back. So we have these different hamstring versions. So this looks a bit like a yoga pose, right? It looks like yoga, but it's not yoga. It's um, flexing the muscle at the start holding that resistance and then moving in a range of motion with it. And that's the lengthening. So she did a number of these on the right leg here. Now, if she did say 10 to 20 on this leg and then checked in and came down to her knees and sat on her heels, she'd notice a difference between the right and left knee because that then creates more space behind the knee. It allows the hamstrings to contract. Yeah. And creates yeah, can get down. Yeah, yeah, see how she can sit on her heels because she's been doing her hamstrings, that's why. <laughs> so yeah, to get into the knees, we need to shift the um, the fascia on the back of the legs. 
Nice. Wow. This is cool. Fun to it's watch. Cool, yeah. Erin <laughs> said she uh, just joined. She can't wait to practice next Thursday. Let us know how you like that. Oh, all right. This is, um, this is very cool. I mean, different things when you're trying to get people that are your friends that, you know, it would help them, but you can't push them, but you want to push them. So I was telling my friend over and over, Oh, you should just, just watch it or just come over to my house. So I got her over here and, and uh, she tried it and loved it. And, and she's got fibromyalgia and I think, and so she's joined and she's really maybe, benefiting maybe should, from it. Maybe you should do a webinar, uh, Dreen, and just have like one free class for like everyone. And then that, then if they could really experience the benefit, maybe they would like to join. Pat says, are you able to reconstruct a neck's curvature? My chiropractor put me on a neck contraption, FHP therapy collar, which helps bend the neck so my ears are over my shoulder over the hips yeah in time what happens is um again i'd have her reach out to me so i could kind of connect a little personally on it but you know we as we grow up we're always told to sit straight pull our shoulders back have good posture um in over time we don't have good posture because the fascia is shifting and changing that and for most of us that means our shoulders internally rotate. My shoulder, right shoulder used to be so internally rotated. The anatomical position is that our arms are externally rotated, legs are internally rotated slightly. And most of us have like flexed pelvises, they're shifting forward, creating problems in the low back. The arms are internally rotated, creates problems in the shoulders and the neck. So when we start to shift how the fascia is, is in the body, then it starts to realign the bones naturally. Um, we don't have to try to hold things in place. It, things just start to naturally realign. Nice. Thank you. Well, this is cool. Hey, so can I ask what you're doing Thanksgiving? We had our Thanksgiving in Canada. Our Thanksgiving is back. It's like, it was like a month and a half ago or something. Right now. <laughs> Well, sorry, I, I didn't even realize that. What what does your Thanksgiving symbolize? Because you didn't have the pilgrims and stuff. Yeah, you know, I feel like Thanksgiving has started to become bigger in Canada. But when I was a kid, I barely remember Thanksgiving. It wasn't even very, I don't know, it didn't seem to be a very big thing. But we're I think we follow suit of what you do in the US. But I think Thanksgiving was like October 9th or something. It was really mm -hmm. So it never feels very seasonal, does it, Anne? It always We're feels thinking more of how beautiful the leaves are than, yeah. than anything else, right? <laughs> yeah. What did you make by any chance? Was it your autumn loaf? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think, actually, you know what? I think we ordered in that night. I think we ordered in dinner because um, it was a busy weekend. And I said, I don't want to cook this year for Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, I usually do big, big cook up for Christmas. I always do, but that is a nice recipe to make for sure. It's easy too, because everything's in the food processor. Just yeah, so easy. Do, do people need any special equipment to do your course or your, any of your classes? Yeah. Great question. Usually just a yoga mat so that you have some traction on the floor. Like you could even do it on your carpet, but it's nice to have a little traction with a sticky mat. And then we use yoga blocks. Like Anne just did the demo with the yoga blocks. Um, but if you don't have yoga blocks, you can use books or anything, a stool to prop your hands on. 
But really like yoga blocks are about $15 a set or 10 bucks a set if you want to pick up some. So really that's all you need, just your body and a surface to work on. And we do standing versions and we do some in chairs as well so that if people can't get on the floor, they can do it from a chair. Well, that's I, have, cool. I work usually in my bedroom with a tiny little area, so you don't need much room either. Mm. Fabulous. Will you be writing any more books, Trina? I'm not sure. Are you? I, it's a lot yeah. to do, right? Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, I have I have one coming up. Um, uh, it's a, uh, a dessert cookbook that's going to be, it's finished, but you know, like it still takes a while for the publisher to publish it. So in July... I remember you were because you were getting your audience to help you with a name, right? Yeah, yeah. And I still went with the one I kind of thought of, but man, those names that they came up with were fantastic. People are creative because we get <laughs> our own thoughts of what it might be. We and and it's hard to think outside the box with it. Nice. Well, well I, I hope you don't stop your cooking part of your career because we love your recipes. I found Drina through you, Chef AJ. Really? I, I went I went online, said, how can I help the inflammation and arthritis in my hands? Somehow I got down this rabbit hole that took me to you. I watched your summit like almost three years ago. I went plant-based overnight. Then I found Drina through that. I have her cookbook too. <laughs> oh my God, I feel that's amazing. I love yeah. hearing stuff like this. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so fun. Yeah. And I still have crooked fingers, but they don't hurt anymore. <laughs> Aaron says, thanks for the discount code. You're welcome. It's available for everyone. It says only till November 15th. So hopefully enough people will watch it by then. Because a lot of people watch replays. They don't always watch live, you know? I'll extend it, AJ. I'll extend it. Yeah, let, let me know and I can change the show notes. Angela says she wishes you the best of luck with the next step in your career. Oh, so kind. Thank you. Yeah, you know, this feels very holistic to me, too, because I feel like many of us, we plant based. It's part of a wellness, you know, in our life. And when you eat plant based and you're doing everything for your body, you know, nutritionally, it can be really frustrating to have pain. Like I was taking turmeric supplements and ginger and all of these things to try to fight inflammation, but it wasn't inflammation. It was actual restriction on a biomechanical level. So it feels very complete for me because yeah, they go hand in hand. And when you're doing everything right, on a dietary level, and then you have this in your body, it's frustrating. You want to get rid of it. So, um, so thank you, Angela. Nice. You're going to write a book on this? I'm, oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but we'll see. I mean, I kind of would like to do actually um, a book that aligns recipes with Chinese medicine now, because that would be kind of fun because I do that with my um, with my members as well, where I provide eBooks for the season because there are components of how we can eat to align with the seasons. Like in autumn, we're meant to eat more warming and cooking food more than say raw foods that's hard on the digestion this time of year it creates dampness creates mucus from not uh, the digestion needs a little bit of help with more cooked foods so and certain foods that are seasonal that align with the season so that who knows maybe down the road we'll see that's great um uh, jennifer said it's amazing how you figure it out it wasn't inflammation 
And there's a question on the autumn loaf from Liz saying, I want to make your autumn loaf tonight, but I don't have almonds. Would cashews, walnuts, or Brazil nuts be a good substitute? And I actually wanted to ask you, is there a nut-free version of this for, because I have some people coming for Thanksgiving that, that uh, can't do nuts. So that's a great question, Liz. Thank you. Yeah, super good question. Um, I would do probably a combo of Brazil nuts and and cashews, only because cashews are a lot softer than almonds and Brazil nuts are a little bit harder, so maybe half and half. But for a nut-free version, I'd probably do a combo of pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds. I think that would be delicious. And mm -hmm. I'd use a little bit less because, you know, AJ, when you measure pumpkin seeds or sunflower seeds versus almonds, Almonds are larger, so they take up more volume. So I would do a little less pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds because they're going to fill, you're going to get more density. Is there anything you could use in cat if people don't want to do like the overt fats? Is there a sub at all or not really? Um, I probably, I, I, you know, I do, a, I might do a different loaf, really. Uh, you could probably add in some potato or, or do a little bit more rice. Um, I have a sweet potato loaf in Drina's Kind Kitchen, and that one's nice because it's a lot of sweet potato and lentils and just a little bit of um, whole foods fats like pumpkin seeds. Uh, I do a lot of nut-free in that book. So I probably opt for a different, or else you're doing a lot of substitutions and then the, the texture comes out very different. Sure. Because things. Hmm. I'm doing it in muffins, tinned, muffin, little muffin thing size, because it's just easier than slicing it for a big crowd, you know? I wish I had thought of that, honestly. I think that's uh, brilliant. That's how we did it so good. Anyway, thank you for that recipe. Denine says, I joined late. Does this help with a tight psoas or back pain? I do a lot of yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and knows about psoas. So in yoga, we tend to unfortunately overstretch that psoas. We come into these ranges in yoga it depends on the teacher, right? It depends on the class. But a lot of times in yoga, we're coming into this position like this and we're lunging and we're really overstretching in here because we're coming deep into it. And it feels good after because there's an endorphin release, a chemical release. So after it feels good, but then the next day it's quite stiff. And then we're getting compensations back here because we're overstretching. So we do a movement in class to release the psoas where we don't overstretch. I just put it on TikTok, actually. That's funny. I just put that one on TikTok and Instagram. Um, it's an area of the body that we tend to really push and overstretch. So yes, we can help that. <laughs> Short answer, yes. Thank you. Well, this is great. Thank you, Anne, for doing this. Let me make sure there's no more That's questions fun. before I let you go. I'll bring myself back on. And thank you so much, guys. It sounds like a lot of fun. And it sounds like, hey, it, it sounds like it couldn't hurt, right? So it doesn't hurt as long as you stay in resistance. When you move, you'll remove pain from your body. It will never add pain. You'll feel sore because you're working your muscles. You'll feel sore from it, like it's been a workout. Usually people wake up and they feel a bit sore, especially after the first few classes and getting the body used to it. But it will only take pain out when you stay in resistance and not add pain. So, and you have a membership too. So if you want to join at some point, you're super busy, I know, but you can if, try it your body. If, I think I would, if people can't make the live, is it recorded and then they can do it later? Yeah, everything is uploaded and I send people emails to let them know what categories they 
the uh, flows are in because we have knee friendly and seasonal flows. So I upload it to the membership and then people can take it in at their time. And it really doesn't take much of your time at all. Yeah. You, can fit, you can fit it in all the time. And I'm always looking for something I can keep doing for many years. And this is something that I can. At's really looking for that course on dog fascia. So uh, <laughs> hopefully you'll find it. And Gina, Gina says, I started doing fascia flow with Drina since the summer. I love the workouts and they help with my lower back. Drina is a great teacher. Well, it sounds like a fun class, guys. So check it out with your 50% discount. It's in the show notes. And hopefully that'll get extended past November 15th, just because I know not everybody watches everything right away. I'll do that for sure. And thank you for my community who jumped in to share. That's been a treat to hear from you. And thank you again. And you're a star today. Thank you. You're welcome. Hope I didn't talk too much. <laughs> Not at all. You look great, Anne. Well, thank, thanks so much, guys. And best of luck to you in this okay. endeavor. I love watching your show, AJ. It's great. Thank you thanks. so much. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back at 9 a.m. tomorrow for Dr. Catherine Chatal. She's going to be talking about Blossoming Beyond Boundaries, a surgeon's story of resilience and a whole food plant-based weight loss. Everybody loves a good success story. Take care, everyone. Have a great weekend.